love gospel music, Christian hip-hop, rhythm and praise, then Punk Nation Radio is the way to go all day. Hey, you're listening to Jacinth Headlam, and I'm here on Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofosu. Just fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll find you. Just hold on and I'll find you. I'm hanging on by a thread, and all I'm clinging to is prayers. And every breath is like a battle. I feel like I ain't come prepared. And death's knocking on the front door. Pain's creeping through the back. Fears crawling through the windows, waiting for them to attack. They say don't get bitter, get better. I'm working on switching them letters. But tell God I'ma need a whole lot of hope keeping it together. I'm smiling in everyone's face. I'm crying whenever they lead a the rope. They don't know the battle I face. They don't understand what I'm going through. The world trying to play with my soul. I'm just trying to find where to go. I'm trying to remember the way. I'm trying to get back to my home. But I can't do this on my own. That's why I'm just trusting in you. Cause I don't know where else to go. And I don't know what else to do. Just fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. Just fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll find you. Just hold on. And pain hates. I say pain strengthens. And fear drives faith. And I don't know all of the outcomes. Don't know what happens tomorrow. But when that ocean of doubt comes, don't let me drown in my sorrow. And don't let me stay at the bottom. I feel like this hole is too deep to climb. I've been looking for a way out. But I settled for a peace of mind. Picking up the pieces of my life and hoping that I put together something right. Tell me all I got is all I need. Tell me you gon' help me stay and fight. The world tryna play with my soul. I'm just tryna find where to go. I'm tryna remember the way. I'm tryna get back to my home. But I can't do this on my own. That's why I'm just trusting in you. Cause I don't know where else to go. And I don't know what else to do. No, don't let the fear make you feel like you can't find this on your own. Just fight a little longer, my friend. 
it in the end But when you got nobody to turn to Just hold on and I'll find you I'll find you I'll find you Just hold on and I'll find all right, all right. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So tis the season. Tis the season for Christmas. Tis the season for New Year's. Tis the season for us to get with our family and friends. But it's also a season of heaviness for some. It's also a season of, um, you know, um, sadness. Um, some people may be feeling hopeless, helpless, um, and all of the above. Um, I actually realized it in myself. Um, you guys here know at Faith and Fashion 360, if you're an avid listener, that I've recently lost my mother. Um, so the, the holidays don't look the same for me in just a moment of transparency. Um, and I realized that that might be something that other people grapple with, other th- people may deal with. Um, and I put out a call on Facebook. I said, hey, I realized that, you know, although the holidays, it may be fantastic, it may be, you know, a time where we are um, getting together with others, it's also a time where people are not feeling the best. Um, So if you have any expertise, if you have any resources that you can share, please do so. I want to do a whole show because I want people to know that they are not alone. Um, the, The input and the response that I got from that post really just warmed my heart because, again... Um, as somebody who's dealing with this just for the first time, this was something, this was a reminder that I needed as well. So this show is definitely going to feel good for you. I absolutely know it. So first up, we got Miss Nikita Hansford. Now she has her own platform as well. Um, Sis and I have modeled together as curvy models, um, but we are also in our mental health bag and we are also in our radio bag as well. So I invited her on because she definitely has some resources that she can share. I want to share her with you. She's going to give you a little bit of her platform and just share how you really can get through this season because it is absolutely It's been boopy, you heard me. Jesus, peace in my heart, you can't snatch this. Holy Spirit in my soul, you can't catch this. Oh, me, is that you? I need glasses. I done looked up in the mirror, almost end up getting catfish. Who's that? Who's that? I don't look like where I'm been. Who's that? It's been way different since God been my friend. Who's that? I don't know, but I'm attracted. Who's 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 catfish? Snatch this. Period. Holy Spirit in my soul. Cold. You can't catch this. Oh, me, is that true? I need glasses. Uh, I done looked up in the mirror, almost end up getting catfish. Who's that? Who's that? I don't look like where I've been. Who's that? It's been way wait, different wait, since wait, God wait, been wait, my friend. Who's that? I don't know, but I'm attracted. Who's that? Who's catfish? Yeah, if God don't like ugly, how you explain me and my buddies, huh? Get so much dirt right at the church, my slacks muddy, huh? She was looking real lovely, never mind that it's Bible 
was thuddy. I was hunting, looking for a boo like Mike and Sully. They are suddenly. I say, stop. What is you doing? Like, look what I taught. Wearing that Christmas. Gave you my image, and what did you do with it? You used to cheat when I asked you to steward it. You went and Judas did, so now I'm mercy. I'm gonna move, and I'm coming like ludicrous. You act a fool with the words in your mouth, and I still didn't roll out. Now let's get to the root of it. That's the new you, sort of the spirit, I put it right through you. Holy water stream, hop in it like Hulu. Now you move you, holy fire through the Bluetooth title. YouTube idol, Sue, child of God, devout, redeem eternity in my smile. Jesus, peace in my heart, you can't snatch this. Holy spirit in my soul, you can't catch this. Oh, me, is that you? I need glasses. I done looked up in the mirror, almost end up getting catfished. What's that?
Brittany Raji Alberti, also known as the Marketing Midwife. You are listening to Faith and Fashion 360 only on FunkNationRadio.com. Scars. 
sometimes it's all I can remember. Where's the sun? Give me light. Got to be more to this life. Can't lie. It's been colder than December. But when it comes to survival, there's only one friend that I know. I can truly depend on. I know the way that you love me. The way that you love. You told me you would always be everything I need. Don't never let me go. Don't never let me go. Don't never, don't never, don't never let me go. Don't never, don't never. The way that you love me. Don't never let me go. Second verse. Bound to break, lose my mind, wanna scream, wanna cry. Help me, Father. Said I need you now more than ever. I'm contemplating turning back. I feel like saying it's right. I can't handle all of that. I surrender. And when it comes to survival, there's only one friend. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. 
So I'm doing this episode in light of, you know, just moments of transparency, um, ways that I've been feeling and ways that I know typically plague um, pretty much everybody with a pulse, honestly, um, at this time of year. So I realized, I would say just a short few days ago, that I might have been um, coming out of a bout with depression. Um, and I say that, and I'm, I'm, you know, really kind of spreading this information because I am not someone that has ever suffered with depression. Like, I really don't think that I could ever say that I've had, um, you know, an extended period or feeling the way that I have had. Um, so just kind of coming out of that and just kind of exiting the fog a little bit, um, I wanted to share some information with someone who is in a similar season, um, coming out of a similar season, um, really just kind of entering that and not quite knowing where's up and what's down, um, where's left and right. Um, you know, I'm someone who may just not have gotten to um, a space of being self-aware in what they're feeling. Um, depression is not a bad thing. Depression is not the last thing. Depression is not you down and out. Um, it's down but not out. And I really thought it important to share this information. Um, and one of the things I did on Facebook the other day, I just said, I realized that a lot of us may be going through this and not quite realizing that we're going through this. Um, and in the spirit of that, I just wanted to share some information, share some testimony, and just emphasize the fact that you are not alone. Um, so I'm going to have on some of my, um, I mean, career entrepreneurs, career experts in this field, um, being experts in grief and loss and brokenness and, and just mending marriages and things like that. Um, because although this is a time and this is a season of, you know, tidings of comfort and joy and, and the, um, the coveted, you know, Mariah Carey songs and what have you, for a lot of people, it's a reminder of broken families. It's a reminder of, you know, things that um, can really weigh us down. So I wanted to share this information for anyone who may also be struggling, someone else who may um, benefit from this in an effort to, again, emphasize that you are not alone. So we're going to have a bunch of awesome guests on tonight. Um, make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360 so that you can connect with them outside of tonight's show. Um, I do want to go ahead and share some information just about seasonal affective disorder. Um, again, just so we spread some information and, and go away or go into the week that much more knowledgeable. Seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons. SAD begins and ends at about the same times every year. If you're like most people with SAD, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. These symptoms often resolve during the spring and summer months. Less often, SAD causes depression in the spring or early summer and resolves during the fall or winter months. Treatment for SAD may include light therapy, psychotherapy, and medication. Me personally, I say that it is therapy and some extended amount of time with God. Now, I know that all of those things work together, can absolutely get you to where you need to be. Don't discount anything. Just make sure that you are educated. Make sure you stay prayed up and make sure that you are vigilant. 
Um, we're going to go into tonight's show and I know we're going to walk away feeling motivated. Again, you're not alone. Make sure you reach out to someone, make sure you say something. And at the very least, make sure that you are, um, you know, just kind of connected and know that, that this is a normal experience. Um, so we're going to have the good night tonight here on Faith and Fashion 360. Share some faithful moments, share some scripture, and share some hope for someone who may need it. So get into some music, and we'll be right back. Why we sing, yeah, yeah. 
You're listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS-DB, in Freemansburg, Pennsylvania, and Hempstead, New York. Mental health is something that has been very near and dear to my heart, basically most of my adult life. Um, if I was to share a little bit of my own testimony, I, like yourself, have recently lost my mother. I lost my mother unexpectedly at the height of COVID oh, and yeah. about five years prior. Yeah, girl. Um, I lost my father. Actually, um, the his anniversary death date is what December 17th so that date is swiftly approaching for conversation you know this season is going to be hard for me um for the rest of my life 
uh, because again, not only am I looking at my father's death date anniversary, I'm also swiftly approaching my mother's birthday, which is actually December 21st. My goodness, I'm keeping you in prayer. I'm keeping you in prayer because I know that that I'm sure I am sure that that is going to be heavy. So what are you what are you doing during this season? How are you um, helping yourself? How are you loving on yourself? And how are you getting through this time? Well, one of the main things I'm doing during this season is making sure I allow myself the space to actually feel what I'm feeling and processing those feelings day by day, hour by hour, moment by moment. Because one thing I've learned in my life's journey is the only way to fight a demon is to face it head on. Um, And of course, with the help of the Holy Spirit, you and I are both uh, deep deep in our faith. Um, And I know that God has been my help and ever-present help um, in this troubling time in my life. And I tell you that the journey towards healing this particular hurt, this grief um, has been something I've watched God do amazing things with. And during this season, I find myself, notice I say I find myself, I find myself um, exploring different avenues and with Thanksgiving season just recently passing, knowing that I'm not able to enjoy my mom's mac and cheese and knowing I'm not able to hear my father's laughter. What I've been grateful to have the opportunity to do is to actually spend time with family. You know what we're Mm, talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Family. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, tell us what tell us what family is for you. <laughs> <laughs> family is actually those friends who've actually become family. And I'm grateful to say that within my own local faith community, um, I've established some bomb friendship relationships. So I was able to go ahead on Thanksgiving and spend some time with one of my faith family members and her family. Um, that really took some of the hurt away um, that I thought I was going to be sitting in the middle of on Thanksgiving Day. I don't have a whole lot of family here in the Northeast region story. So my next chapter continues to shine like pure gold. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like that. That was nice. That might have been that might have been a little tidbit of a faithful moment for y'all. I love that. One of the things that you said that I really enjoyed, Nikita, um, was that you allowed yourself to feel the things you were feeling. Um, just another moment of transparency for you guys. I um, have said before that I don't think that I truly have started the grieving process of my mother passing away. She passed away in April of 2021. So um, this is, you know, I want to say, you know, a little over a year and a half now, and I don't quite know how to feel the feelings. Again, just just being transparent. So um, what what does that look like for you? Just like ask honestly, honestly, Nikita asking for me because I'm I'm still, you know, that's still something that I struggle with because, you know, as mothers, as entrepreneurs, as you know, friends, as as worship leaders, as as you know, people that are doing so many different things, 
we always feel like we don't have time to do an extra thing, especially if that thing is going to be uncomfortable, especially if that thing is going to add um, what we feel like might be a stressor, what we feel like might not be the most pleasant thing. Like I could probably add another shopping trip. I could probably add another movie day. But if I'm talking about some healing, I don't got time for all that. So what what do you do? Well, what I do is I make sure that I still myself in the presence of God every single day. It's actually um, after I say thank you for opening my eyes this morning, God, I consider what I'm feeling as I'm putting my foot up, feet on the floor every day. Um, and I'm having a transparent conversation with God, similar to what I'm doing with you now, sis. Um, and, you know, again, notice I said transparent. I'm not talking to God in King James. Right. I'm talking to God in Kita. Right. I'm like, what's up? Because I'm not feeling good today. Yeah. I'm like, I am yeah. so not with it, God. I'm going right. to need you to help me today. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And one of the other things that I think was really good, too, um, you found those supports um, in in family that that may not necessarily have been blood either. You know, sometimes we feel like a lot, you know, people may not be um, entitled to those emotions or entitled to those experiences that we have going on. So it's really good that you trusted, you know, family with that. Right. And, and just knowing, you know, from my experience growing up as a PK, a straight up church girl, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, we've sat in so many houses in the, over the course of our lives, or at least I know I've sat in so many houses where people try and tell you that, oh, just take it to Jesus and he'll fix it. Yeah. But what happens when you come yeah. up off of that altar and you that, still yeah. feeling the same way you did before you hit your knees? Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I love it. What are some what are some resources that you might have for the listeners who are um, still kind of struggling with grief, struggling with loss and maybe struggling with the with a depression in this season? One major suggestion I have for the listeners is reach out and say something, say something to someone that you um, may know of that might have lost a parent, a loved one, uh, a very close friend, someone who who's in touch again, and I'm going to quote a a scripture, who's in touch with the feeling of your infirmity for the moment. Oh, girl. Yeah, you got it. Nikita, we got to have you back because you just, you're dropping all of the, you're dropping all the little gems and we definitely need them. I I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, Please end us off. Tell us how we can contact you because you have your own platform. Please place a a, a plug in there for the Tilted Halo, how we can contact you, how we can reach out to you um, following tonight's show. No problem. Of course, as Brianna mentioned, I have my own platform um, and the name of my show is Unhinged Live. Um, You all can reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram. My inbox is always open and I typically respond within 24 hours. You can catch me at T-Y-L-T-E-D underscore Halo, H-A-L-O. And of course, you can tune in weekly um, at 7 p.m. We broadcast live on Facebook in my Facebook group, Unhinged with Tilted Halo. Um, and you can also catch us live on YouTube. I um, mean, you can also see our replays on the YouTube channel. And the name of the YouTube channel is Unhinged Live. I've been purposeful in making sure that um, my panelists are professionals in their areas. I have a master life coach, right. my 
co-host Karen Sims. She's certified, y'all. And not only is she my co-host, she's a very good friend. And notice I said she's a master certified life coach. Not only is she my friend, she is one of my coaches that I'm able to pick up the phone and call her and tell her when I feel like just jumping out the window sometimes. She helps keep me sane. Right, because um, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. Listen, um, <laughs> and you could always reach out to her as well. She is Karen Sims of Twisted Threads. And again, we share everything. That's my sister. We walk side by side. I promise you in parallel universes. She is twistedthreads.com. And you can reach out to her to schedule a conversation. She's about real. Um, and first and foremost, she loves God. Um, so trust and understand when you reach out to either one of us, we're going to listen to you. Because that's one thing people fail to realize. You don't necessarily need to offer a word. Sometimes the ministry of presence is someone is, is all that someone really needs to get through a trying situation. Amen. That is awesome. Thank you so much for this information. Thank you for sharing your heart, Nikita. Um, if you want to, if you can end us off. So one of the things that I'd like to do, you guys know, here at Faith and Fashion 360, I like to end off with a faithful moment. So you're going to get a couple tonight because each guest is definitely going to bless you. End us off with a faithful moment, Nikita. Give us something that our listeners need to hear to get them through the rest of the week. That could be a scripture, an anecdote, a lyric, anything at all. Well, I like to end my show weekly with a just be word. And so tonight for your listeners, Brianna, I would encourage you all to just be real. Just be real with yourself and everything that you're facing and every single emotion that you might be feeling. It's part of you and it's nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong because though we might be people of great faith, we are also not exempted from our own humanity. So make sure you're just real with yourself, where you are in your state of mental health, and just be brave to open up your mouth and say something because a closed mouth don't get fed. Okay, period, period. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nikita, for joining us here on Faith and Fashion 360. We're going to continue on with the battle against seasonal depression tonight. Um, we're going to have some more guests coming up just to get you through this season because it is possible you are not alone, and we want to make sure that you are saying something. So get into some music, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown-Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna.
Gospel music, Christian hip-hop, rhythm and praise. Then Funk Nation Radio is the way to go all day. Hey, this is your girl, Marie Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. All right, all right. We're back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So if you're just joining me, I am not here alone. I am here with Miss Shatea Baker, who is bringing me through. Listen, um, I listen to your story, Shatea, and I think of, you know, like you watch the BET movies or Tyler Perry movies, and you're like, wow, she is pushing through. She is running after the buzz. She is... <laughs> like getting to the daycare like it really did it reminded me of that <laughs> persistence like that resilience that you unfortunately don't see um a whole lot of anymore so you yeah. know talking to you and really hearing that story is just kind of a reminder of what our mothers and aunts and things did to really make a way and now look at you mm-hmm. now look at you I mean um, your spirit, just just if I can just affirm you, your spirit is just such a calming presence. It's just one that, you know, really allows for a peace and allows for an order, if that makes sense. I don't know if anybody's ever said that to you, but I just want to I just want to tell yeah. you whatever you're working on, <laughs> whatever you're doing and whatever your prayer is, it is working. It is absolutely working. Uh, you know, this is, I, I was telling a client the other day, I said, it's interesting for the people who do struggle with anxiety. Like a lot of times the work is making sure that nobody knows. And so oh, a lot of times yeah. on the outside, you're calm, but on the yeah. inside, like you're everywhere under mm-hmm. the sun. Okay. And yeah. so it is an interesting dichotomy to kind of sit in and kind of, you know, sit back in the pocket and kind of observe. And, right. um, but it is, and it's, it's just, um, you know, one of my clients was like, how do you do it? And I said, it's a gift. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, not from, without, from it's not without my, my own struggles though. I like, I, you know, like you read in my bio, I've had, I've been a mental health consumer, right. you know, I tell some of my clients I've been in the padded cell you know, I've been mm. under every medication under the sun. I've been diagnosed with everything under the sun. And so right. when I talk with people, they feel my passion. They feel yeah. my compassion. Cause you look, cause, cause guess what? You, you I've got, been you, you've been through the test. You've I've been through been, the test and now you're the testimony. It's like, you know, sometimes right. you only are able to minister to people. If you've like truly, you've yeah. been down in those trenches as well. So tell me a little bit about that journey as much yeah. as you're comfortable with. Um, tell me about what kind of brought you from consumer to now, you know, clinician. 
Yeah. You know, it was a, it was an interesting place to be. And I only knew that it was anxiety because my pastor who had never been, this was in the military um, when I was in in Okinawa. Um, She had never been to my room, but something must have told her that I needed her at the moment. She was actually a co-pastor with, um, and this is uh, apostle uh, Thomas and Phyllis Terry. And so uh, they were co-pastors at the time in that um, small little island. And she brought another minister with her. And afterwards, she was able to tell me that she felt the anxiety in the room. And so they took me out of the room, brought clarity and uh, a sense of peace um, because I was rambling. I was having a moment. At the time, I had been working 13 days straight for 12-hour shifts. Um, in the military, they call, they call those types of um, stints um, exercises. So it's meant to prepare you for war. Um, and then they get you work like sounds like war Um, and so you have like these wartime stimulations I was clerical and so you know you're out 7 p.m often it it look if you look at the sky 7 p.m looks like 7 a.m and so I went from working in the daytime to working 7 p.m to 7 a.m and at the time I was also fasting because it was right before Easter wow Um, oh girl you were Right. A a combination. And so I went back to day shift. It was the day after April Fool's Day. And so I thought, and I had had some interesting behavior, bizarre behavior before that leading back into going back to the day shift. And so when I went back, um, someone asked me, I had only been in the military for maybe not even two years, I think. Mm-hmm. And so a man, a, a sergeant came in and asked me for an executive letter. And I didn't even know what it was uh, because I had came into the military with two stripes as a result of being an ROTC. And so normally, okay. when, so when I got to Japan, I had three. Um, and they, most of the time, you know, people have been in for six to eight years. I had been in for less than two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so as a perfectionist at the time, it was like, you're asking me for something I don't know how to do. And that made me cry. And so wow. that was the jump. And so the, the supervisor uh, had a good supervisor at the time. Um, she said, go ahead, go on home. I had my moment. And that's when everything started. Mm-hmm. And so pastor took me out. Um, drove, you know, we went to different places. It was a very surreal experience. And I, and I'll never forget it because it was almost like, like I remember it, but I wasn't, it was almost like there, like you, like outside of your body almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like being in the spirit. And so Mm. uh, I went to somebody's house and we're in Okinawa. So they have a lot of ancestral worship there. Okay. And so um, I went to someone's house with the minister and the dog is barking at me. And I'm like, well, the dog shut up, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right, I, right. They, they called the, the secretary of the commander happened to be a member of our church. And so she must have called the minister and the minister said, they're, they're saying that you're AWOL. We got to take you back. So they take me back and they're like, we got to get you something to eat. I was, a, uh, I was very zealous. I was new yeah. to the faith and I was like, I don't want to eat. They're like, you have to eat. And so I don't, I don't remember eating it. So they took me back and apparently I was prophesying to the uh, young lady because she went ballistic and I'm mm-hmm. like, why, why, why this is not the time. You know, this right, is not the time. Right. And, and the commander is right there. And so then they take me to the first sergeant's office 
And when you're in the first sergeant's office, you're in trouble. Right, and right. It triggered me to being in the principal's office as a child. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I, cause I, I had some, I had some challenges, you know, um, being adopted, you know, by my mom's husband, not wanting to be adopted. Okay. You know, so it yeah. triggered me to times when I would get in trouble, um, at school. I was always in trouble. Um, and so I just was quiet by saying nothing. You can't hold nothing against me. And so from that experience, apparently they decided to take me to the mental ward and at the mental ward exit to the hospital was the exit right before my pastor's house. So I'm thinking my pastor brought me here. Y'all taking me back to her. Right. No, right. We go turn down this street and we go lock your butt up. And so mm. the supervisor was there the whole time. And then they, they take my vitals, they do all that stuff, walk me down this hall, and then they lock me up. And I was like, okay, um, how do I explain this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what is this? You know, and I remember going through that that day and, and just, I felt like they were playing a joke on me and I was just playing along. That's what I thought. And so there was definitely some, some cognition cognition you know impairments going on um at the time but once you get locked up and the music stops you're like what is this this is real now. <laughs> this, this is real this, this is, is real, real. <laughs> yeah uh you know and it was like okay um all right i'm gonna sit here um and then then it was it was like okay somebody gonna talk to me uh no you know go ahead and sit down and the beds are over there i ain't sleeping here y'all crazy Right, and right. so that whole experience, you know, my my they they woke me up, giving me psychotropic medication, and that's when it started. I remember taking the medication, but I don't remember anything after that. Wow, it was deep. Wow. Yeah, it was deep. and so my pastors came. I remember people coming to visit me, um, bringing me my Bible, bringing me um, ceramic angels, and my pastor said, "Don't let them send you off this island." But I couldn't, I couldn't sit still. I couldn't write. I couldn't do anything. Right, um, right. I remember talking to my mother and my mom said, um, do you want me to come? And I said, yes, mommy. Well, I don't call her mommy mm -hmm. never, since I was a child. And so that told her right there, something is wrong with my child. Right, right. And so she got on a plane with my sister, came to Japan, and I don't remember her being there, literally. Wow. I don't. To this day, I don't remember um, and, and, and so they sent me from Okinawa to mainland Japan and they were like, well, you're going to be in this cot, in this medical plane, military plane. And they stacked these cots up in this plane. And I was like, absolutely not. Right. You, not me. I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> I'm sitting right there in that chair. Well, I'm a mental patient. Right. right. I mean, how, how much can you trust a mental patient? Mm -hmm. So they're mm -hmm. like, well, we're going to sit you here, but we're going to strap you in. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah you're not taking me on no gurney you're not doing none of that because I don't know who you think I am but I'm not that right and so that was a that was a process and, and it continued even after I was so I was medically discharged long story short right, um, right. and then you know coming here back to they were like you know sending me right back to California and I wasn't, I, I mean, I ran away from mom's house because either I was going to kill her, she was going to kill me, we wasn't good together. Yeah, y'all were going through it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the struggle is real when you have a teenage girl, you know, trying to come into her own. 
And I always was headstrong, you know? And so it was like, there was some conflict there that I didn't want to indulge in because I was, I, I was, a, I've always been to church and, right. you know, scripture is real, honor your mother and father. So your days may be long. That's real to me. Right. But also the same thing, as far as, you know, when your mother and father forsake you, the Lord will take you up. So I knew both sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't identify with my mom. I identified with my biological dad who, who has now given up his parental rights. Right. Right. So you, yeah. So you were gone. So what, what was it that brought you through or started to bring you through? that journey like what was the click what was the epiphany what was the revelation um you know it got harder before it got better yeah and that often what happens along the journey I think for me it was um it was going to um because I wasn't working I was going to I volunteered at my church I went to bible school for maybe a year um that brought some clarity some sanity um, I separated myself from everybody that was toxic in my life. That was a big, mm. I moved to Sacramento. Right. Um, and then I went to school. I found social work by happenstance. Really? Um, well, I, hold on. I definitely want to talk about that. <laughs> I talk about the happenstance because honestly, this really is, um, you know, Shatay is going to give us our faithful moment today. But one of the things I want to say is that you listen to this person's story or you listen to the backstory of like a a Steve Jobs or, um, you know, one of the artists without the ears. I'm not really good with that. Um, but you listen to these stories and these people and these stories and who they were prior to the purpose now couldn't right. be any further from like day and night, right? Like right. these people, right. there's no way that they were doing this. And yet here they are doing it. So I def- <laughs> I want to talk about the happenstance when we come back. I definitely need to hear that. So we're here at Faith and Fashion 360. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. And we're going to give you some information on how you can connect with Shatea after tonight's show. Get into some music and we'll be right back. All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosel, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. Now, Shatea just gave me, like, this super powerful testimony, and I didn't even get to hear, like, the whole <laughs> but, like, she gave me this super powerful testimony, and then she said that she found social work by happenstance, and I could not believe that because <laughs> if you meet Shatea and you look at Shatea, there's no way that you couldn't tell me that this was a social worker, that this was a nurturer, that this was somebody you needed to just kind of sit on their couch. Um, but she's telling me this story and it really just um, motivated me just a little bit further because sometimes the thing that is meant to happen for us is the thing that God really set down in us is the thing that we're running away from is the thing that we're ashamed of is the thing that we don't want to talk about um so please please tell me how the happenstance (laughs) happened because I need I need that that. so I was I was actually with department so I had the GI Bill you talked about the persistence what kept me going to school well I had GI Bill and you can only use it for 10 years after you've left the military so that was kicking me in my butt that was driving me 
I can't take the credit for that. <clears throat> and I, I told you it took me nine years. So I was almost at my 10th year. Um, right, I right. Lose, before <laughs> I was going to lose all that money was not going to be lost on my watch. And so um, I walked, so after the um, GI Bill, there's another benefit called uh, Department of Rehab Rehabilitation. And so if you are um, a veteran, you can tap into more resources education-wise. And so I had a meeting with them at this office. I don't even know where it is now, but um, they were like, well, you know, you don't have a problem getting a job. So maybe, maybe not now. And so in that same complex, I walked into this office and I said, what kind of people work here? That was my question. And they were like, oh, okay, well, what are you doing now? And I'm like, well, I'm thinking about getting into sociology, but I, you know, I don't really know. And she, so she said, social workers work here. And I said, what is that? And she said, well, this is what I'll do. I'll send you um, Sacramento State University um, catalog, and it will show you the difference between sociology and social work. And it has listed in that catalog uh, classes. And I said, well, that's real nice of you. She did it, actually, actually did it. And I looked at the classes in social work, and I said, yeah, this is this is all me. You talk, and I took classes, you know, poverty and homelessness, um, victimless crimes. That spoke volumes to me. I want to know what that's about. That's that's who I am. I'm not sociology at all. Uh, I was sitting in a desk, you know. I was working, you know, the 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 state level, and so I said, this is my path, and that's why I chose social work, and I did my bachelor's and my master's in social work, and I just walked into the office and said, what kind of people work here? You talk about your steps, your steps being ordered. <laughs> and so the, it's crazy, right? That's, that's crazy. <laughs> so it is It is awesomely crazy, but it actually happens. In, In the best life. way. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you walked into that office. Who worked here? Yeah. I wanna, it changed I my life. There. Absolutely. Yeah. My life. For sure. So you said, what, um, where did it click for me? And it was in school. Um, because they would always say, we're going to do a case study. So bring a client in mind and we're going to go through these exercises. Well, they didn't know that I was using myself. Right. You're like, you're me. me. <laughs> I was using my trauma as the case example. You know, childhood trauma, you know, life trauma, dating trauma, whatever you want to call it. That's what I was using. To, and I was using those exercises in class on myself. And that was my first form of therapy. Wow. On yourself, that, essentially, that, right? Like, yeah. essentially, you were performing the therapy on yourself. And I mean, I think that that's, whew, that is powerful. That is so powerful. And I can't wait to continue to hear your story. Um, please tell us um, where we can connect with you, um, as well as like any kind of resources that you have, um, you know, for somebody who may still be kind of in the thick of their struggle with mental health. Um, yeah, definitely. Let's, let's talk about this. So I'm, I'm kind of everywhere. Um, I just recently changed my business name. Um, but I kept the essence of, you know, the description. And so I am now peaceful therapy services. I can be found, um, 
on Facebook. Um, it's basically just my name at the end of the whole uh, Facebook.com, Shatea, S-H-A-T-A-Y-I-A, period, Baker, B-A-K-E-R. And on, you know, I haven't figured out now that I've changed my name on IG, how it actually shows up. Because like I said, I'm not, me and technology, you know, we're not the best. We're going to get y'all acquainted, sis, because we need you. <laughs> we need you online. I need you to be on Instagram or TikTok making I'm some there. videos on how to keep my life yeah. together. Your voice just makes me um, <laughs> relax and people definitely need you on social media so I will commit myself to helping you get it together because I I need it I need it when I'm scrolling down the thing and it starts <laughs> to get a little mindless on Instagram I need you to stop me in my tracks but, but please please continue uh, continue <laughs> so um, you can so it's either under Shatea underscore Baker or Peaceful Therapy Service Inc um my website is is actually my name. So it's www.shateabaker.com. And so that's going to be changing soon. But from what I understand, when it does change, it will still, people can type in either or. Um, um, so I'm switching between that. Um, I might go into therapy dash, I mean, peaceful dash therapy.com um, soon. So, I mean, if you know how to spell my name, Shatea Baker, S-H-A-T-A-Y-I-A, Baker, um, B-A-K-E-R, Google me, trust me, I will be, I'm not hiding um, because I, I'm, we are looking for us um, in mental health spaces. And so I want to be found. I'm actually being credentialed with um, insurance providers right now. Um Blue Shield, Kaiser, Anthem, um, Blue Cross, um, so that I can be a resource in the community. Um, and not all my clients are Black at all um, by any means, but I'm out here because it's actually Suicide Awareness Month right now. What? Um, it is. I, wow. Let me it listen. is. Y'all. And as much <laughs> as I sit here and I talk about it, I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. So this... This episode is dedicated to anybody who, God forbid, you were just counting yourself out and you felt like giving up. This is this is the information you need. So I will make sure that I go ahead, make sure you guys are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show, that I post all of Shatea's current uh, contact information. When it changes, I will go through and I will edit the comment for whatever it, it turns out to be. So we're not going to worry about it either way because they're going to be able to to connect with you for sure. I'll change it and rechange it and change it some more. And I do want to give a, a couple of resources. Um, psychologytoday.com is where every mental health provider should be as far as looking. And it's a national uh thing where you can go on there and look for a therapist they have profiles they have their expertise listed they have their prices listed you know that's always a resource um they even list if they take insurances um so that's always a resource um there are there are new uh crisis lines so there's a text crisis line 741-741 if you're finding yourself struggling with life mental health suicidal thoughts you can simply text 741741. They have a new one was just started and that's 988. 
Um, that's the phone number, like 911. And so yes, people can yes, call 988 that, that and get resources that way. And so anything that you need, you know, even if people contact me, you know, I am now getting ready to create a national list of people that I know and trust that I vetted them, whether they're in California or anywhere, that if you need resources, I can link you up to somebody in your state. And so that's what I'm in the process of creating, um, similar to what I've been accustomed to in church settings. You now I want to create it now for mental health settings. Woo. Listen, I love it. Thank you so much for the information. For someone who may not have had it coming straight from a professional's mouth, um, Shantaya, one one last thing. If you could go ahead and end us off in our faithful moment. So you guys know here at Faith and Fashion 360, I like to provide you with a faithful moment. So that's a quote, that's an anecdote, that's a scripture. That's just something to get you going into the rest of your week. So typically if I have a guest, I have them do the faithful moment um, because it's always nice to hear other perspective, uh, a scripture that we might not have, for, you know, that we might have forgot somebody else's take from it um, and just a different voice. So Shatea is going to provide us with our faithful moment for the evening. Shatea, what do you got? This is, this is going to blow your socks off right here. And I'm going to wait to give you where it's at until after I read it to you. It says, great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. That sounds okay. 119. All right. Because I was processing. <laughs> was processing. You wanna, can you read that one more time? Can you yes. read that for me one more time? Great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. That is Psalms 119, 165, New King James Version. Now, this is, you know, I like that scripture, but see, I, I also hear in my mind, somebody saying, what if I am stumbling? Your stumble is not a stumble in God's eye. It's a part of the process. Mm. And, and mm. this one is, a, <laughs> this one I just looked up today, um, and I love this in the Amplified Version. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. That is uh, Romans 15, 13 amplified um, version. And I love that so much because it, it, it is saying, where should our confidence be? At the very end of that, it says in his promises. I don't have confidence in my experience, my education, because that comes and goes. I may, you know, have a moment of depression and I fight every day, you know, to get out of the bed, to make impact in the lives of my clients. That's why I get out of bed. That's what gets me up. But what if I, what if I'm like, mm, I ain't feeling it today? Well, my confidence has to rely in his promises alone. At the, she got the faith and she got the, the, the psychology too. So, I mean, 
you 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 in good hands you are absolutely in good hands i am going to make sure again make sure you're following me so that you can go ahead and connect with shatea baker um i first of all hold on one last thing now this yeah. is, i think this is the last thing i don't know <laughs> And may, listen, maybe I, I need y'all to just hit my comments when I post that this episode is airing. Y'all need to tell me if we need Shatay back. Because I, <laughs> I don't think that this time really did it justice. Um, you have a book. You yes. have a book out. Um, and I was trying to snatch it from you, Abijo, and it just didn't work <laughs> out for me. Please tell me about the book before we end off. I love this um, book. Um, it was all about legacy for me. Um, it talks about discovering, aligning, realigning if necessary, and solidifying your identity. And so I tell a little bit of my story as a teenager and when I started feeling depressed and how I tried to fit in and couldn't fit in um, all the way from elementary school on up. And so um, it's a workbook, though. That's the that's the beauty of it is that it has reflective questions after each chapter, after each segment. And it's a really quick, short, easy read. Um, but those reflective questions is where you do your work. Um, as a social worker, I often tell my clients, you know, part of, my, part of who I am is social and part of me is work. And so my clients my, in, my, in the daytime job my, at the psych hospital, I say, what does that mean? And then they can almost together say, that means we got to do the work. Yeah, you got to do the work. <laughs> so bet, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a workbook um, that anyone can read if the struggle is with self-esteem, identity, positive um, regard towards oneself. And so in the, in the, I saved the scripture. I try, I try, I didn't, you know, I try to be universal uh, so that I could, uh, it can apply to all people, but you know, you cannot solidify from, in my opinion, your identity without knowing who, who and how you were created. And so I talk about the, the word of God says, declare a thing and it shall be so. And so I had to do affirmations. I have to do declarations and I couldn't do it without that scripture. Um, and so that is at the very end of the book. You can create your own affirmations. I do give some uh, ideas and samples of affirmations um, that could be useful in a young girl's life. And it is called Just As I Am. It can be found on Amazon, uh, which is awesome. I do have another site that people can find the book at because, you know, Amazon like to take their own cut before they send you yours and so that is Lynn, it's just real fake honestly it's like <laughs> and you know we were part of these things we were yes. part this is a brand new, brand new book i just released it in february of this year and so it's shatea shatea um s-h-a-t-a-y-i-a dash baker dot square s-q-u-a-r-e dot site s-i-t-e and so that way you can do you and i love that site because you can do afterpay so i've had people Ooh, order yes more that than one pay ministry that afterpay ministry boy i love it man and you know so you can go books and do a payment plan basically mm-hmm. with afterpay Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much to Taya for being here at Faith and Fashion 360. Um, I am looking forward to continuing to know you and connect with you and prayerfully somebody listening um, has the motivation they need to continue to carry on and connect with you as well. Thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed myself. Yes. I'm glad to hear it. (laughs) 
You're listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS-DB, in Freemansburg, Pennsylvania, and Hempstead, New York. All right, all right. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here on FunkNationRadio.com. So I decided to do something a little bit different this Sunday. Um, I recently realized that I was coming out of a rut of seasonal depression. Um, as being somebody who has never experienced that before, it was definitely very foreign. And, you know, as I'm kind of coming out of the fog of that, um, I really wanted to share that experience and also provide some resources for somebody who doesn't realize that this is the season that they're in. Because this season is okay. This season is is one that's really going to, you know, like really build you up for all of the the really great things that are getting ready to happen. Um, So it's necessary to just kind of go through it like we would our good seasons. So I wanted to share um, some of my friends who are experts, um, friends who are, you know, really in this field to share their expertise, share their resources, or some of us to just kind of share an experience. So I have Coach Uwen on. Um, this is this is her lane. She, she gets um, into this with, you know, I would say couples and, and married couples and things like that. Um, but I wanted her on to share um, her experiences, her resources, and all of that good stuff. So welcome, Coach Uwen, to Faith and Fashion 360. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, me too. I know. I was trying to I was trying to get y'all when we were back in ATL, but I'm glad we, we had the opportunity now. So please just go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, you know, let people know how you can specifically help with this topic and where they can connect with you and anything else you want to share. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so hi, everybody. I am Coach UM. I am a mindset and recovery coach with my company, All Made Well Recovery. Um, I work primarily with women, um, just because that's who gravitates to me the most. Um, but I work with leaders in particular who are dealing with uh, heavy emotions, but want to kind of break free from whatever it is that has happened in their past so that it's not holding them back from whatever it is they're stepping into uh, in their future. Um, and so yeah, this is definitely my lane. Um, and honestly, this email motion is what got me into this lane. Um, I originally went into the recovery space because of struggles that we were having in our marriage, um, but it was my heart that I was focused on at that point. Um, I grew up in Rochester, New York, so uh, it was, let's see, for those that are familiar with what Rochester, New York is like, that's that lake effect snow environment. So like pretty much just snowy, miserable for about eight months out of the year. <laughs> and I and I'm not, in the Poconos, I, so I I I kind of I kind of get you, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did not know that I was struggling with that until I moved to California when I was 26, and that was the first time that I felt free from struggling with depression during crappy winter seasons. <laughs> Um, and the sad thing is like, I had no idea. So I commend you for, for observing it and also for doing something about it and saying, you know what, this is something that needs to be talked about because it absolutely does. Um, 
like I said, I grew up in a very cold environment that was crappy for most of the year. Um, and that feeling felt normal though, because I was used to it. That was, that, that was me all the time, miserable during the winter. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I would combat it by wearing bright colors and <laughs> like neon yellow in the middle of winter just feels weird, but I did it anyway because it made me feel better. Um, but it wasn't really like getting to the heart of anything. It was just, I was miserable and I was depressed. And, and during that time, nobody around me was able to put words on depression. It was just a bad mood. And it was like, no, I'm actually kind of struggling right now. But like I said, nobody talked about it then. And so... Fast forward to today, um, now, like I said, I'm a recovery coach. Um, I help people through difficult difficult moments, but I dig a little bit deeper in those things so that we can actually come to the root of what it is that's upsetting you, bothering you, what you can do about it, um, where God fits into that. I am definitely a, a Christian within my practice as a coach. Um, we talk about God a lot. Um, but like digging in there, that's actually just get some safe space to talk about those things. Um, and I find that that helps a lot because uh, especially as black women, many of us do not have safe spaces where we can just go all the way in there uh, without feeling overwhelming to our friends and family. And so that's what I do. Um, so, yeah, you know so it's so like, crazy um, not to cut you off. The part that where, where you're talking about, that was just your baseline existence, right? Like that mm -hmm. was just. You, what you felt was normal it was going on for so long so then when you had like a different you know a change of environment change of pace that brought you out of that baseline for more than you know it usually does you're like wait I can feel a different way exactly I can I can experience some freedom I can catch a breath I cannot be so offended I can you know because sometimes we'd be depressed Mm -hmm. We are, we're sad. Sometimes we're broken and we're just existing in that brokenness. So I think it's so important, the work that you're doing, trying to help people, people find the foundation mm -hmm. of, you know, what's truly, you know, keeping them from being whole. That's yep. so important because we really Absolutely. do. We, we blame it on our environment. We blame it, on, you know, but there really is, is a way to um, work through that, work through it. So it doesn't become 110% of your story. You're more than, exactly. yeah, you're more than that. I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. And, you know, you know, you were talking about how you didn't even realize that you were depressed. Were, were there anything um, that might've manifested itself a little bit more? Like, it, it, was there anything where you could kind of tell a, a sign of a feeling <laughs> or being depressed? Like what, what stuck out to you, if anything, now that you're kind of... Um, during that season, nothing. Then it was just normal. Um, yeah. On the other side of it, I can look back and, and like pinpoint what was different um, then versus where I am today. Um, so one of the things that, that stuck out for me and is extremely common in Black women, so I pray that someone hears this and it's just like light bulbs going off, but we get angry when we're depressed. We get real angry. You in my business. <laughs> and it's, it's way more. <laughs> you, in huh? my you in my business, coach. <laughs> I can say it because I've lived it. And honestly, I, I mean, I say past tense, but I still have moments today where like when depression, anxiety, my feelings get overwhelming and get bigger than what I can handle. And suddenly I'm yelling at my kids about dumb stuff. And like, the beautiful thing about our family, though, like our kids have walked this recovery journey with us. So they know when mommy's off and they're like, yo, you OK? Are you hungry? Like, do you need to talk? And it's <laughs> nice to have that. 
it's nice to have that, especially in the people that are closest to you, because it is, you know, it is. they're the people that experience you the most and, and probably can help you be like more vulnerable than you would be with everybody else. So it's, it's so important to, to have the spouse or to have the kids, whatever your dynamic is for, for you to just have that person close enough to you. That's able to provide you some grace while you're going. It is, but it's, there's, there, I think there's a lot, there's a disconnect though, because I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we expect that from the people that are close to us, but if they're not in a place where they can provide that, it ends up being an overwhelmingly heavy bear, burden on them. And so I definitely support that. Like my family is incredible, but I try not to dump on them. Like my my husband is literally, literally like coach number one. He is everything. And we talk about a lot, but right, I also right. have my recovery support group friends. And, you know, even when I'm having conversations with clients, like they know I'm not your healer. We're doing this thing together. together so yeah, when I'm having right. a rough day, I go to them too. And they right. come to me. That's and awesome. so like having a, a community that is rooted in supporting, but also taking care of themselves yeah. is really, really, really important. That is awesome. Oh, I love it. I love it. Please tell me anything that you might have coming up, anything that you might be able to provide our listeners that, you know, may kind of help them through this. Um, you know, any way we can connect with you outside of tonight's show. Absolutely. Um, so I am actually launching a class. Um, I have done this in the past, but I'm doing it again. I'm coming up in January, and this is my first time doing both virtual classes and live classes at the same time. So I'm super excited for January. Ooh, but the class it. is called the Disruptor Mastermind. I am elated about this group. <laughs> So the program that I run is called Me Made Well. It's an individual recovery program that takes people from church hurt to birth trauma to relationship betrayal trauma and depression, anxiety, whatever is going on in your world. We give you a space to start to dig into those things, to talk about those things, to give words to those things so that your voice is heard in a community where you feel safe. The framework that I use is a program is a process that I've created. It's called Own It, Voice It, Heal It, Conquer It. Own the story. Yes, it's yours. Yes, it's real. Yes, this is a part of your journey, your life. Own it, right? Voice it. Saying what happened, what you're feeling, what you're thinking in a safe space. In a safe space is key because most people like to vent to everybody and anybody that's nearby. And then they're concerned about, oh no, this person has a bad opinion of me, or this person is gossiping. If you do it in a safe space, that's not even an issue. We're not worried about uh, gossip within the group because everybody's there for the same reason. We're trying to heal, right? And then that brings us to point three, healing it. We bring God into the story. God is talked about throughout the entire process, but ultimately healing is his job. And that's why, again, I, I tell my people, I am not your healer. I am your guide. I am your support. I'm your squad. We are doing this together, but God is ultimately the one that heals. And so we work through the tension within that relationship because a lot of people that are struggling with their hurts are also struggling with their relationship with God. And then you're not going to him for the things that you actually need. And so we talk about that. And then the last piece is where I kind of get a little amped up. So I promise I will stay calm. But the conquer it is the powerful part. Because whatever it is that you are going through, there is a purpose in it. And God has a masterful, beautiful, powerful plan that he's trying to unleash in the world through you. But you got to heal that thing so that then you can see what it is that you're supposed to do with it. 
I stepped into this space because I was dealing with betrayal trauma. My husband had an addiction to pornography and I was humiliated, terrified. Shame was all over the place. I refused to talk about it. That was literally the first thing I told him. I was like, babe, yeah. I don't want to hear about this publicly ever, like, or I will kill you. <laughs> and that is the area where God decided that he needed to unleash me. I have encountered so many women who have been dealing with betrayal trauma yeah. and they didn't have a space to talk about it. They were scared to say it out loud. So hearing me say it out loud gave them the freedom to say, wow, yes, this does hurt. Yes, I am angry. Yes, I do want our relationship, but I am really pissed with the way that he's handling this right now. And to be able to say those things in a safe space so that God can heal it and then you can step forward wherever that's supposed to take you. So that's the conquer it. Yeah. And it is amazing watching women go through that journey because I've had so many that have come and they're all quiet and shy and nervous and scared and they walk out and they're like, yo, I have a powerfully amazing God who loves me. And I have an idea of what I actually plan on doing next. And then we work that thing out and it's amazing. So I love it. That oh. class is starting in January. Um, it's the last week in January. So you got some time to get enrolled. Um, if you want more information, if you go to my website, um, programs.allmadewell.com. I had to slow down to make sure I said that clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I will make sure you guys are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. I will give you Coach Uwim's, um contact information as well as all of our um, guests tonight on the show. So thank you so much again, Coach Uwim. I really appreciate it. I might have to go ahead and enroll uh, because one thing I realized within the past months is that I, I probably could use some safe spaces and I probably could use some therapy. So, you know, listen, that revelation definitely is one that has given me peace. And I'm praying that you are able to get a little bit closer to that while you are on tonight's show. So thanks again, Coach Uwem, for, for joining Thank me. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We will be right back here at Faith and Fashion 360. Hey everyone, it's Onyx Frederick, and you are now tuned in to Faith and Fashion 360, only on Funk Nation Radio. All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So if you're just joining me, I am doing um, just an episode dedicated to our mental health and our self-care. You guys know I do lots of episodes here about Self-Care Sunday and why self-care is not selfish and all of that good stuff. And I think that this definitely is a season where we talk about some of those struggles that we're going through. We talk about some of those things that, you know, we may have been suffering in silence about um, that we can just really come together on. So, you know, I put a call out on Facebook and, um, you know, I just asked for people who maybe have any information on seasonal depression, um, just kind of dealing with, with some of these feelings that are really associated with the winter months. Um, and, and share their testimony, share their resources or anything that somebody could benefit from. So again, the response to that was fantastic. We probably are going to have to do a couple parts here. Uh, but I have Miss Aisha Simon. And and that name may be, am, am I pronouncing it right, sis? Tell me. No, it's, like, it's Aisha. I feel like I did that last time too. So <laughs> Aisha was also one of the co-hosts on the, the Rude Boy show. Um, so, you know, we have, we've definitely linked up. Mm -hmm. super quickly before but I'm glad to have you on again so thank you so much for joining me on such short notice no problem thank you so much for having me on I I appreciate the platform um and and I wanted to say again 
on on air. Just kudos to you for bringing this up because I think one of the main issues that we have as a community mm-hmm. is not talking about things that we need to be talking about. Right. Because just because right. you don't talk about it does not make it not exist. It happens. You know, it still exists. It's still there. Absolutely. Yeah. If not more so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So please just kind of share you know, any kind of experience, any kind of information, anything you think that, that people really need to know um, as much or as little as you're comfortable with? Well, I'm I'm an open book, so I can share any and everything. But um, I think what I want <laughs> to focus <laughs> what I want to focus on, um, first of all, by trade, I'm an occupational therapist. Um, part of our training is mental health, and I've actually leaned more towards doing a lot of mental health work. So, you know, I that's one of my specialties. Um, but talking about seasonal affective disorder, I really want to be just a source of information, you know, to first and foremost say that it is a real thing, that you are not crazy, and that nobody is 100% 24-7. Right. Not even the, the most, you know, high of the highs. Nobody is on 10 all the time. And so you have to give yourself grace first and foremost to know that it's okay to be sad sometimes. It's okay to, you know, be cranky or irritable. Whatever it is that you're feeling, it's okay, and there's nothing wrong with it. But when it becomes prolonged, when it is affecting your ability to care for yourself or others, then that's when you need to pay attention. Um, and so I, I just wanted to just give some information more so about what seasonal affective dis- disorder is. Um, and, you know, as we know, it mostly occurs like in the winter months because, right. and this is something that I fully believe in, I, you know, I say that we as melanated people, we're sun people. And so when we're missing out on sunlight, especially in the winter months, it's going to affect you. It's going to affect the way that you're thinking, your mood and everything. Oh, for and sure. Because so, when it's when it's four o'clock and it's dark, I'm tight. Like, I'm exactly. really not happy about it. I'm like, why mm-hmm. is it so dark this early? I feel mm-hmm. like there's so much of the day left. Yeah, so I definitely right. I agree. And you feel off. Like, it really throws you off. And really, it's a biological thing because it affects our body's rhythm and our even our hormonal balance. So we have to be aware of how even just, you know, having these shortened days and the cold weather and, you know, not having the sun as much affects us naturally. So you're not crazy. This is a natural phenomenon that happens for a lot of people. Um, it's funny because, you know, even like around the holidays, like I think about the, the pressures that we have, especially, you know, being a, a mom and for me personally, being a single mother, right. you know, the yeah. pressures of yeah. making sure that I can provide everything that my kids want. And not to say that the holidays, I think for a lot of us, you know, with commercialism and things of that nature, you know, the holidays have become the shift. There's been a shift, and where some of us start to think that the holidays about the gifts that we're getting right. and what we're doing and the celebrations yeah. and this and that. Oh my god! And you could really get crazy and anxious and depressed right. over all these things. When the truth of the matter is, we really need to understand what this holiday is really about. You know, if you're religious and you believe in, you know, the story of Jesus Christ, knowing what what the holidays, what Christmas is really supposed to be a celebration of, or, you know, if, even if you're not a believer, just refocusing your energy on what you want the holidays to really mean. And I, you know, I got swept up in the whole commercialism of holidays at some point and was like, oh, I got to get this and I got to do that. We got to bake the cookies. We got to, you know. Yeah, and, well, I'm having a good year. We're going to pack up the tree underneath and it. Yeah, <laughs> yep, it does. Yeah. It becomes such a, such an aesthetic, such a look mm-hmm. that we, we, you know, who can have the most grand Christmas? Who can right. have the most things? Whose mm-hmm. whose pictures can line up in this way? Who can get virality out of, you know, certain, certain, 
moments and we get we we do more and more of that um, Mm -hmm. thinking that that's going to make us happy and you look back and and you start to compare or you start to you know feel those pressures of I got to get all these gifts or you know certain things and and if we really look at what it's what it's truly for Mm -hmm. and the true importance of it um, a lot of those things won't matter so much so I definitely yeah so even you know for myself personally last year like I said I got wrapped up in it and sometimes you know you still get swept up with certain things but last year I honestly I was just like I don't have it <laughs> like I'm working I'm you know right. busting my chops but I don't have a lot of money to buy all these gifts and all these things and so last year you know right before Christmas I said you know what I'm not I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to do what I can. But then I decided, you know what? Maybe there's a tradition that I could start with my own kids that they would enjoy. Right. And so it takes off some of the pressure. So I decided last year to do a scavenger hunt for their presents. So they both had three gifts. And I gave them a list of clues to find their three gifts. And they, I didn't even, and I I kid you not, I made it up like the day before Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. You know what's so funny though, Aisha, when Mm -hmm. you look at like, you think about some of those feel good Hallmark movies or you think about those feel good Mm -hmm. cartoons Mm -hmm. and it's like the mom or the dad or the older brother, they were stressing out about this gift because they Mm -hmm. felt like, you know, their sister, brother, mother really wanted it. Um, Right. saw them point at it. And they're like, this is all I have. This was all mm-hmm. I was able to come up with it. And they and they love it even more. Mm-hmm. Like that thing that you really just put your heart into instead right. of, you know, measuring it by how much money you could spend mm-hmm. or, you know, things like that. Um, it's true. It really yeah. is true. And I, you know, it's funny. It may seem silly, but some of the stuff that I use as a coping skill when I'm not feeling the best is mm-hmm. feel good programming. Because mm-hmm, even though we mm-hmm. sometimes like we make fun of it and stuff like that, it right. really gets you to the root of what some of these things are supposed to be about. You right. know, the family, right. the longing, the the, mm-hmm. the legacy, the love, you know? Right. Yeah. So again, it's like, you know, just refocusing what's really important, you know, and, and, and really being realistic because I think that, and for me personally, like I, I shy away from certain things. Like I'm on social media, but I'm not on social media, mm-hmm, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, right. I'm not no, comparing I understand. what I got going on with me and my kids to, you know, what these celebrities are doing and the grand trees that they got in their living room, how nice their house looks, and there's no clutter. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Things, it's like, you can really <laughs> You look get at some of them up. houses, boy, you be like, wow, like, mm-hmm. I need to get my life together. In real life, that's not real. It's not Exactly. Real. <laughs> exactly or they have the money to make it look a certain type of and my thing is like a lot of these people when you really look at them on the outside they might look happy but you don't know what's happening behind closed doors you don't know what the people's stories are you don't know like with this gentleman that you talked about committed suicide Mm -hmm. i'm sure to many people they didn't even realize that he was suffering they all thought he had it all yes right exactly yeah so we're looking at the facade of a person and and thinking these things and you know putting the feeling in links of, of what our perception is of people and things and places and all this and it's like a lot of this stuff is not reality so I say even just being realistic with ourselves being realistic with our expectations being realistic with what we can do and what we cannot do during this season and really just be focusing and saying what is this really about are you really more so focused on getting the $500 gift are you focused on you having fun and a good time with the people that are around you that love on you and that you want to love 
loved one and really, you know, being intentional about how we spend our energy. And I'm big on that. Like even the, the people that you're around, because, you know, I say this, I'm like, some things are catchy, you know, like certain energies are very catchy. Like some, some people not in a good just, way not in a good way absolutely some of them them not in the best ways i know exactly absolutely and that's what i'm talking about so you have to be real careful even who you have in your circle you know or who's around and you know things like depression you know the the mood that's the it's an energy sometimes and so you can you know you can be with somebody and they're just draining draining the room and draining the energy draining the experience you know what i'm saying so you have to be careful about even that too like having understanding getting off of social media learning how to say no to things like i said being realistic um acknowledging you know i was reading something they were saying acknowledge how you really feel this is a time where a lot of people are genuinely lonely and that's okay you know a lot of people have experienced trauma Mm -hmm. you know you lose people a lot of times in the holidays so when the holidays come around it elicits those thoughts and feelings of that loss you know of the person you know my grandfather was born on Christmas and so after he passed like for years Christmas was just not a happy holiday for us because it was like it was his birthday and just the memories but then we decided you know what instead of us you know, being all, you know, depressed about it and down in the dumps because he had a good life, you know. We say, you know what, we got to turn this into a better memory and let his legacy and his memory live on more positively, you know. And so even just changing our mindset and our mind frame of how we look at things and how we approach things makes a difference sometimes too. Absolutely. Uh, Aisha, thank you so much. How can we connect with you? Anything you have coming up or any additional resources you want to share? um well there's so many resources like I can't even pinpoint one I was like looking to see if I can give I mean they have the American (laughs) Psychological Association and if you have Um, anything you guys make sure you're following me on Faith and Fashion 360 the radio show on Facebook um I will go ahead and share any information any resources that my guests have that we can kind of compile together um, just mm-hmm. so, just so you have it. So even if you think of something after the fact, I should just you could just yeah, sure. I, I can definitely <laughs> send fine. you send send you some links. I mean, I, what I do want to leave the listeners with is that there are some things that we can do to also help ourselves. You know, um, being a, a mental health professional. I'm really big on us understanding that it's okay to go speak to somebody that can help you. So if you are having, you know, seasonal seasonal affective disorder or even or depression or anxiety, whatever it is, any mental health illness, just like you wouldn't, and this is one of my catchphrases I say all, all the time, just like you wouldn't sit home with a broken leg, don't sit home with a broken heart. Mm, don't sit home. I love that. With, you know what I'm saying? Like I was going to ask you for a faithful moment, but I mean... That sounded pretty good. I like that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to just, we have to make it normalize seeking out help if you really need it and not make this a thing like we have in our community for way too long. It is okay. And we need to really see it as your mental health is a part of your health, period. It's no different period. than your physical health. It's no different than your spiritual health. You know what I'm saying? It's all it all makes up the person and we have to address it yeah it's also it's all connected thank you so much Aisha for joining me here on Faith and Fashion 360 you guys are able to connect with Aisha as well as all of the other speakers that have joined us and bless us with their presence and their knowledge here tonight thank you so much again Aisha for joining us thank you
All right, guys, we will be right back here at Faith and Fashion for you. I woke up to the summer shining through, calling on my friends, asking what's the move. Feeling a little different, I'm on something new. Today, today. I ain't gonna let no clouds get in my way. The only road I'm walking is the one I picked. Catch me sitting in the sun, no time for shade. Today, today. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I ain't gonna let it slip away. I'm gonna be joyful. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm gonna be joyful. Joyful today. I'm gonna be joyful. Ooh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, gonna be joyful. Got the feeling that you get when you get new kicks. Bell ringing on the last day of singing, yeah. High fiving everybody, but we out of here. Today, today. So fast, life comes and goes. Make it last, best slow your road. They don't take it as a choice, but you gotta know that today's the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I ain't gonna let it slip away, nah. I'm gonna be joyful. Ooh, gonna be, I'm gonna be joyful. 